Welcome to the My Fence Life bonus podcast series, Ask Me About My Day, where you can eavesdrop on phone conversations between Dan, industry leaders, and fencers from around the country to find out about their day. Uh, my end game is that I uh, continue to train up the leadership that I have and um, continue to step further and further outside of the day-to-day operations at Magnolia. Um, right now, I'm in their way. Hey, what's up, Fence Lifers? I'm sitting here with the one, the only, Robert Whitaker, Magnolia Fence and Patio. Uh, I was in Texas, in Arlington, and I was like, how in the world am I going to be in Texas and not make time for this cat? So, without further ado, Mr. Robert Whitaker, what's going on, man? Hey, hey, Dan, I appreciate you having me on today, man. Everything's going good. Welcome to Texas, my friend. Yeah, man, everything is bigger than Texas. That is the truth, man. That Even you. I notice all these women, man, they, they're a little bit big. No, I'm joking. <laughs> uh, did you cancel your flight and you're going to hang around town or what? Uh, I was supposed to leave today, Friday, but uh, I decided I'm going to stick around until tomorrow afternoon, so I pushed my flight back. There we go. There we you go. Know? So anyway, man, uh, I got I got a chance to go to Wood Defender and uh, see their facility and stuff. I know you're a big Wood Defender guy. I am. Uh, I'm a big uh, expert staying and seal guy, but it was... It was really interesting to see how it's made. And you know what was funny about that tour? Uh, I felt like I was touring like a, a bourbon distillery. <laughs> so we're going through and we get out and they got these big vats of stain and stuff. And I was like, man, is there going to be a taste test after this? <laughs> yeah, that's funny you mentioned that. It was clean in there too. Yeah, I am a big uh, WD guy. Uh, Wood Defender has been good. But I mean, specifically outside of the facility, which you got to see, Man, I just love that culture and, and the people around it. And, and ever since I've bought into that, it's kind of been driving some of my energy in my company and everything else we've been doing. Yeah, man, those guys pulled out the red carpet, man. It was it was nice. It really was. I didn't win. I didn't win cornhole. The uh, chance can't throw a bag to save his life. Oh, what a, we'll just blame your partner. Yeah, that's. The, you know, I've been hanging out with Chance all week. So, uh, yeah. yeah, he's. I've been giving him hell, boy. (laughs) But uh, so anyway, man, um, everybody knows you as the purple guy, Magnolia Fence, purple trucks, purple everything. Uh, Every time we see you, you're wearing a purple button down. You know, I saw your old lady the other night. She had on purple boots. I'm like, Jesus, this guy just don't give up with the purple. No, I don't. Uh, I was was joking with Chance, and I said, man, who's who's, uh, who's y'all's mascot, Barney? And he looked at me like, what you talking about? (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's it's definitely it's a good color it's a color of power for sure and uh it means a lot to us but it was our color uh during our wedding and of course you know being here forward texas uh everything's purple for tcu so uh so that's where the purple comes from well all of the above um, okay it's a neutral color um so you know women and men both feel comfortable wearing it and um it's it's a pretty consistent color too across the board. So, uh, but TCU is purple, and our town is covered in purple. So that's how we landed there. Hell yeah! All right, I always wondered where the purple came from. All right, TCU. Yeah. Isn't that the ducks? The ducks? No, no, the horny toads. We're the horny toads. Horny toads. That's yeah. it. I get all them animals mixed up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so man, you're getting into this whole co- coaching thing, purple coaching, which, by the way. Um, I don't know if I'm supposed to say this or not, but 
I saw the logo because Benji and I are pretty close, and you're using Benji over at CleverFox.online. And uh, Benji was like, man, wait till you see this uh, deal with Robert. He didn't want to show me. And I was like, oh, you got to show me now. Because if you don't, I'm calling Robert telling him you showed me, even though you didn't show me. <laughs> so he gave me a sneak peek. I like the logo. It's clean. Um, he's uh, working on your website right now? Yeah, he is working on the website. Um, I'm hoping to use the website. Me and Benji are working through it as additional resources, maybe to do some preliminary training on there and th things basically free inf information. Um, Benji and I were talking that we want to share all the information I have and you use me to help implement. Um, and if you can implement the info that I have or the information that uh, I have access to, fantastic. But if you need help implementing or want to get there quicker. And so we're trying to design that website to be an interactive, uh, helpful use and not just this is how you find me. And so it's, it's a little bit more challenging when you line it out that way. Yeah, that makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. So why go into coaching? I mean, what, what, I, I mean, who's got time for that, number one, right? I'm assuming you're not there running your business every day, so you're probably a real business owner. I tell people I own a business, but really I'm an employee because if I was an owner, I could step away for 30 days, not flinch. And um, so... Who's got the time for that? Why have the time? Why utilize your time to do that? You know, what? what tell me why. What's your mission? Why, why are you doing this? Yeah, so, um, I mean, forever ago, before the word coaching was even a thing, um, I wanted to be a consultant, but knew I needed some gray hair, at least some experience and wisdom in between. So um, everything took off. There's a huge thirst uh, for knowledge and, and gain in our industry. And uh, about 18 months ago, I took 45 days off and realized that my team was finally ready. I had the right people in place for me to be able to vacation or do whatever else. But believe it or not, when you can do that, you don't want to be on vacation the whole time. Um, you want to be back. You want to be adding value. And um, Chance said, hey, I want, I want to pay you for your time because I want to be able to uh, to have something structured and so apex fence uh and i started working together and uh then lowry fence right after that and i realized how much uh either misinformation or misused information was out there and then i started looking at how fast this world moves and by the time most of us figure it out we have to start figuring it out again it's kind of like these roadways they build them out anticipating a bunch of people in the city and then we have an influx of people move in they have to start over again. And so I just want to help people get there a little bit faster. Um, when I arrived at the destination I thought I was going to several years ago, I was so burnt out I couldn't enjoy it. And had somebody not told me to start enjoying it, I might have sold it, given up, who knows. And so I think we've got some great people in the industry who just need somebody uh, to get them there a little bit quicker through their own resources. Yeah, um, you know, that's funny how you said once you kind of get it figured out you got to start all over again i mean that's kind of what's happened with me you know um thought i had it figured out rocked and rolled with it then you know i start learning new things start implementing them as soon as you can implement them and they start running the next thing you know you got to change something else and it wasn't until i brought on consultant ron man that uh i started getting kind of feeling like i was getting ahead of the curve you know Instead of always being behind it and playing catch up, it was a huge thing for me bringing him on. Yeah, you know, um, to, to tie all that into the listeners, think about writing a business book. 
by the time you come up with the idea to publish, a lot of times it might be two years. So you have to forecast what the market or industry needs long before it actually happened. And there's thousands of business books that get written and by the time that they go to publish, they're not relevant anymore. AI is kicked in. Think about it, if you wrote a book two, three years ago, maybe people weren't even considering AI. You know, and, and so it's just incredible how fast our world is moving. And uh, Maxwell said it best, fast will only be faster. And we're just gonna keep moving at the, the pace of AI, I guess. And so yeah. I'm glad you brought on uh, Ron um, because I wouldn't want anybody to do this alone. It's, it's, a, it's it, a lonely world. The thing, the thing too about that I've found about having coach, consultant, whatever terminology you want to put on it, you know, I'm not the top of the chain anymore. So now I got to answer the him. You yeah, accountability. Yeah, and then and then I've got uh, Jay Costa, who is my tax attorney, tax slash attorney slash everything, man. And those two guys, I mean, they'll come in my office and read my ass. Because yeah. I said I was going to do something and didn't do it. Or um, I didn't let them know something was happening so they could make a correction. And, you know, I got a new assistant. And she she heard Jay getting on my ass and came out. And I was like, so did you hear all that? She's like, kind of. I'm like, so, yeah, I don't I don't run this place. Yeah. You know, I got guys that keep me in between the ditches, you know. Well, that's, I mean, that's good. You know, some of us who don't have consultants, maybe it's their banker, their CPA, their attorney, maybe it's a family member or a friend, but um, ha- having people hold you accountable uh, definitely keeps you in line with your what your goals were at the beginning of the year. It does, man. It does. So, um, so what, what is, what is your mission here, man? What is, what, what are you trying to, what is your end goal? What do you want to do? Yeah, so... Um, and how can you do this and not so, and not be involved in Magnolia Fence every day? Because yeah. I know Dakota, he, he ain't running a show over there. Um, he's, <laughs> uh, he, for, for the listeners, Dakota is doing a dang good job running the show. Um, and and so is Jordan, and, and we've got great people like Tim and Richard. But um, so, so my vision is to change the way people view contractors, and that was for Magnolia. And I thought I could do that through Magnolia, and I don't think I can. I think that my vision with through Purple Coaching is to change the way contractors even view themselves, uh, because we are a value. Um, uh, our time, our expertise, and and everything that we execute is worth something—not just monetarily, but you know we deserve a peace of mind as well. And so, uh, my end game is that I uh, continue to train up the leadership that I have and um, continue to step further and further outside of the day-to-day operations at Magnolia. Um, right now, I'm in their way. They're, they're fully capable of making all the right decisions, and if they make a, a wrong one, it's just our first attempt at learning. And so um, right now, I've dedicated two full days to Purple Coaching, Thursday and Friday. I found it's a little easier just to uh, draw a line for my team. Now, I'll do a lot of Purple Coaching throughout the, the week as things pop up, but Thursday and Friday is dedicated to uh, my clients and, and, and friends in the industry. And so um, that way Magnolia knows when I'm available and when I'm not. And so um, but the, the goal hopefully is to get people to run businesses and not just fence companies. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, I've, 
I've gotten to the point to where I realize that I'm just running a business. It just so happens we do fence. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and I really got enlightened in that this week because uh, Dylan's Dylan went to Texas on Sunday. You know, I didn't get here till Wednesday and I had guys call me and I'm like, uh, I, I don't even know. What's, I have no idea. I, I, they weren't supposed to do that. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm backtracking. I'm having to get with my team and I'm getting with Zach. And Zach's like, no, they wasn't supposed to do that. And I'm like, oh, shit. Well, <laughs> we did it. Let's fix it. You know? Um, so I, I, I'm realizing that more and more, man. So I need to be more business focused and, and focused on making sure we're successful, making sure that we're profitable, making sure that the, the the people on my team are profitable, successful, healthy. You know, we started implementing healthcare, so I'm getting all my guys that don't have healthcare, getting them healthcare. Um, one of my guys was dragging his feet on it, got sick. I was like, man, just go to the doctor and I'll pay for it. He's like, well, oh, look at Randy Ward walking Randy up in the middle Ward. of our podcast. We'll talk are to you, you later, Randy. Yes, yeah, we are. Get out of here, Randy. <laughs> so um, I was like, well, man, I'll just pay for it. You know, he's like, well, I, I, I hate to say this, Mr. Dan, but I don't have the money to go. Well, that kind of bothered me. Like, why doesn't my guy have money to go to the doctor? You know, um, so I was like, when you get there, just call me. I'll pay over the phone, you know. So uh, we got him hooked up with his insurance this week, which is great. So now we shouldn't have that problem. But those are the kind of things I need to be focused on. Not how deep holes are. Not it's the little beaver running, right? Yeah, I mean, I do, but I don't. No, you can hire a technician to answer all those questions. And then, you know, everything that changes in our industry from pounding posts to wet set and dry set, that's a whole other world of things to keep up with on top of interest rates and uh, 401ks or health insurance or whatever else is your job to to deal with the large strategies while everybody else does the technical work yeah. and um, you're right on that you know a lot of people have started their business uh, with knowing in mind hey am i starting this because i want to create a job for myself or if i want to create a business for and and create jobs for other people and so um i think at first uh most of the people i'm meeting is i'm unraveling what what their why was and if they don't have one, redeveloping that. And some people just want to be uh, their own boss and they want to work in the business and that's fine, that's fine. But uh, then you run into people who need healthcare and then all of a sudden, you know, you need to care for that if you care about the people, which most of the people that we run into every day does. And so before you know it, you it's a full-time job uh, looking forward. It yeah, really man, is. you know, you start realizing um, I never thought when I started this company that, I mean, I just wanted freedom. I just wanted the freedom to do what I wanted to do when I wanted to do it, take a day off when I wanted to take it off and so forth, which that was a little skewed, that freedom. <laughs> but, yeah, but you know, you know what I'm saying? I wanted to be able to pick my kids up from school and I don't think I ever did. Yeah. Which is pretty sad. Um, but you know, now it, I, I'm, I'm, I'm more focused on the business and my team and you know, you know, I got a guy that never wants to take off. I'm like, dude, you're getting paid today. It's a paid vacation. Go home. Spend time with your kids and your family. You know, it was 4th of July. He's like, well, we don't shoot fireworks till tonight. I can work today. Like, no, go spend time with your family. <laughs> That's what I think people are probably saying to you, too. And they're like, Dan, you own your own business. Go hang out with your family. Right. <laughs> you're getting paid to be off. But you're like, no, I want to work. What do I do with these hands? Um, 
Yeah, it's it's going to be a learned trait that I think people are going to continue to have to work on, which is um, creating some sort of balance. And that we talked about it earlier, it doesn't mean spending 30% of your time equally. It just means some months you're going to spend more in the business and then you're going to make it up somewhere else. And so um, I'm dedicated to making sure that everybody gets everything that they want out of their life. And it doesn't just have to be based off what's going on in the business. Um, I have some really, really cool experience shares. Um, Lowry Fence uh, was 100% focused on uh, growing his business and uh, was not looking at all. And now he has um, created the freedom in his business, has the right people in place, they have clear direction. And he has a girlfriend that he just can't uh, spend any, any, anything other than the whole day with her. I mean, he loves it. He absolutely loves it. And he's like, how was I able to, to do my business and even consider this, and it was because he realized that he could do that all through balance. And so uh, that's a cool one. And then, you know, uh, Chance just had his kid a couple of months ago, and uh, he took a week and a half off, like crazy, to spend time with his family. And, and I, uh, I I was available, but his team ran, ran the company. The only thing I got to be part of was all the wins because um, they, they navigated all the challenges throughout. So I got a funny story about that. Okay. Chance told me that. He was off spending time with his wife, the new baby. Yeah. You were running the show for him. And he gets a phone call. He's like, hey, uh, Robert fired a guy today. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did. I did. And, and Chance was like, um, uh, okay. Yeah. No, we didn't fire him. We let him go to pursue new opportunities. I met his personality. But uh, but I thought it was freaking hilarious. Yeah. And Chance is off spending. But that just goes to show you the relationship that you and you have with the people that you're coaching. Yeah, I can name they, every that, single employee on every single person's company that I work with. Yeah, that yeah. you you have that they, they y'all have that trust. Yeah, and if you feel one way and they feel the other way, it's 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 a it's a really good balance. No man, I I agree, and I probably uh, under acknowledge that um, because it's the only thing I know. I mean, if, if we're going to be making decisions like hiring and firing or making shifts in people's wages, uh, we need to know everything about them and I need to know a lot of your companies. So the way that it's set up is I sit into every single quarterly meeting, your your yearly um, vision or strategy meeting, and then bi-weekly meetings. Um, I run them. And then the, the meetings that I'm not in, we have a system set up to where they record all the info, send it to me, and I can catch it. So, like, I, I just read over all the meetings um, that everyone hosted today and know what's going on and, and the challenges that they're facing or the wins that they had. And so uh, uh, it's been pretty great. So you mentioned who has time for this. Uh, you make time for your hobbies. Uh, this has been a passion project of mine. Obviously, uh, we do charge for it. But uh uh, time hasn't been been a problem. Um, I think the biggest problem that I've ran into uh, so far is, um, although I'm your accountability partner, I'm not gonna chase you down for the information. And so there, there are certain people who want this worse than others, and they're gonna get more of my attention because uh, if my inbox has their name in it, I'm gonna respond to you. Or you text me or call me, I'm gonna respond to you. But uh, if you expect for me to chase you down constantly, then um, then I'm having to motivate you. And that's not what I'm here for. I'm here to hold you accountable. Um, and, and that's it. So, you know, um, I was talking with Cannon the other day and he said something, man, that was uh, 
that was uh, pretty eye-opening. He goes, you know, after talking with Robert, he was like, man, you need to do what you're good at. You're good at making relationships. You don't need to be in the office doing this or doing that or selling jobs or whatever the case might be. I don't know the whole details of it, but it was more like, he's like, he's telling me, I need to go out and make relationships with these GCs and these guys. So I'm the face of Jackson Fence, but he's good at that. Yeah. Cannon's a guy that people just like to be around. He's funny. He's, you know, he's just, it's just the way he is. It's his personality, you know? And I like how he said that, you know, I felt like I should be doing this or needed to do this. And I was like, no, man, do what you're good at. And when I talked to him the other day, he was like, man, I'm having so much fun. At the end of the day, that's all that matters. Yeah, yeah. we have a four-quadrant exercise, and, and he was spending about 80% of his day on all the things that he could delegate and didn't even enjoy doing. Right. And so we have a year, a one-year goal to flip that. And you know, we're all going to have to do tasks that we don't like doing, but um, key relationships, big relationships, that's what, that's what any owner's responsibility is. Um, and ha- make sure it's relatively equal. So not only just the networking, your community, and the GCs, but also pouring into your vendors and, and relationships like we're having right now. Um, and uh, you get really complacent thinking, uh, well, I've set that account up. I don't need to nurture that. My guy's got that. But at the end of the day, um, the master outcomes, the wood defenders, okay. and the experts, or whoever else, I mean, that all started through a handshake. And um, your vendors are the only people that can help you deliver your product. Without them, we could be great to our customers, but we don't have anything to sell them. And so, uh, Cannon's, yeah, he's been been having a lot of fun doing that. Um, he enjoys selling too, so it puts him in a relationship sales position. And he's got some great people too. He's got Brian, Brandon, uh, this guy named Sam. I don't know if you've ever heard of Sam. Yeah, um, special assignment, Mike. So, yeah. I know yeah. all those guys. Right? Yeah, so uh, Brandon, um, uh, just had hip surgery, and so uh, we. I said, "Who's your best go-to foreman?" And he said, "Sam." And so we're going to put him in Brandon's position, and so Sam for the next month is uh, is the ops manager. Really? And how cool is that? The Sam uh, his position himself, the trust is there, and I got some feedback that he's doing really great, and everyone's checking in with Brandon, make sure he's he's good, and uh, that's how it's supposed to work. Yeah, man, uh, I like that. I like so. that. Kind of makes me a little jealous. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Cannon, I'm not jealous of you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you saw online, he just posted that he uh, uh, just won best of. Um, yeah. And, and I truly believe iron sharpens iron, and you were definitely, you play up to the people you're around. Um, not only did he win it, but his roommate or yard mate, because they share space, won best builder of the year, too. Uh, and, and I firmly believe that uh, strong, smart people will push strong, smart people. And yeah. you know that saying, if you're around a bunch of millionaires, you'll be one too. Yeah. And so I think it's super cool that they got to experience that together. That's awesome, so. man. Yeah, I didn't realize that his yard mate, the guy that he shares his yeah. facility with. Yeah, he got it too last night. Super wow. cool. That is cool, super man. Cool. Funny story about that. He had, he, I don't know if Cannon posted it, but he said, hey, man, what's up? Uh, you were kind of rude the other day. You kind of waved me off. You were on the phone. And he said, oh, man, that was Robert. <laughs> and he said, no, it was you. And he, uh, he said, yeah, my daughter even uh, had to double check. Because uh, I didn't realize it, but I guess we look similar. Um, you a stunt double or something? What's, 
<laughs> You're a stunt double. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, but I mean, it boils down to I have the time. I only want to work one on one or one on one, you know, company to company. I want to share my resources. You mentioned on the coaching and consulting, there's two different things to me. Coaching is I'm going to I'm going to give you some ideas and you're going to implement. But there's a lot of consulting that a lot of the companies that I'm working with uh, needs, which is actual true implementation, doing some fractional work. So um, we're in some of the books and trying to reconcile and clean some stuff up. We're taking control of some of their marketing um, things that they just don't have all the resources for. They have the, the knowledge. They just don't have all the right people or the infrastructure. And there's no sense to have an entire accounting team. Because once we get it set up right, it's just copy, paste, repeat. So he just, Canon, for example, just needs somebody for the next three weeks, 40 hours a week. But after that, he just needs a 10, 10 hours a week kind of person. And so the consulting part is the fractional. Um, I work with um, all their sales teams. I set sales goals. I check in with them. If there's hurdles, um, I might even call the client and see if there's a way that we can get around it. And so that's the consulting part. Um, my goal is, you know, probably six to nine months, maybe a year, will go off of me doing fractional type work, and then I coach them into being able to run their own business um, all on their own. Huh. But all of them are fully capable of it. It's just the world—the world is moving so super fast that they just want to get some of these key things out of the way quicker. Nice. So you're going to keep it just to a limited, small, intimate group, so yeah. you can have time and availability when they need you. Yeah. So. Um, so we have four that we directly work with now, uh, have availability for two more. I think making sure that they properly onboarded is the key. So you can't onboard more than two um, every 90 days. It's just too much work. Um, so, um, and then obviously about every six months, the first person goes into more of a maintenance plan. And so plan to have six, maybe seven, um, but where we're gonna hopefully uh, help people um, because there's more than six or seven people that want help is um, if you're under a million, million two, we're gonna put them on an accelerator program. Um, so put them into pods or groups and help them just be their own accountability to each other and have some systems and processes in place to, to allow them to come together, discuss and, and work with each other. So having put that all into place, me and Benji were talking about how to do that through some different online training and stuff. And then having some resources on the website to where um, if I max out, uh, we don't want them to operate without good information. They go find it somewhere else uh, and maybe they don't like it. So um, plan to always have six, eight max. Um, maybe do a couple conferences. The only conference that I can think of right now that I absolutely want to do is I would love to do some sort of presentation or summit um, about outdoor living. I think that there's a, some opportunities that some people, uh, if they just knew what it looked like and, and gave us some resources, I think that every single one of the fence companies could add another layer to their business. Yeah, I dabbled in the outdoor living, but I was subbing everything and I was still trying to build my fence business. And so I kind of detoured out of that. That's why I had damn wall services. Okay. Well, we 100% want to make sure that the fence company runs itself before we move over to new services. Yeah, um, that's exactly what I did. I was, I needed to Whoa, 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 I yeah. can't, I'm everywhere, you know, yeah, let's focus on the on the breadwinner. Yeah, the, the, the patio business, the fence business, uh, well, Dakota was 
critical to making sure the patio business got in line, but the patio fins run themselves. Um, and we have our own set of issues, um, but uh, we're launching a, a powder coat um, and CNC shop and we're launching our, and we've always done water redirection, but we're gonna make sure that we're gonna have water redirection and uh, irrigation, I'm a licensed irrigator too. So we're gonna launch some other divisions and kind of be a turnkey service uh, moving forward. Um, so man, one more question. Yeah. How do you like working with Benji? Man, I love it. Um, pretty full throttle all the time, and Benji is uh, my yin and yang, right? Yeah, he, yeah. he knows when to uh, amp up, and he knows when to to, to be the. the you preach into the choir, yeah, man. He's know. he's my yin to my yang because yeah. I am full throttle yeah. emailing. He got me on that Monday.com. Oh yeah, the Monday. So yeah, but I'm glad you brought that up. I, I love that Monday.com yeah. for what he what he uses it for. I, I I'd email him two o'clock in the morning. Then I'd email him at three thirty in the morning. Then yeah. I'd email him at seven. And then you know, and he's like, hey, "You got a freaking woo side, bro." Because yeah. then then sometimes Benji will get on my ass and he'll be like, "Hey, you need to get you need to get your part done," you know? Yeah, no, he, he that Monday has been phenomenal. It's easy to share those tasks with the team. Um, He's an artist, so um, if you think he's just going to crank out a logo or a website, he's not because he, uh, I wish I could show everyone all the emails he sent back about how he is interpreting and believing in this logo. And as soon as I launched it, 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 it just is a home run. And so it's just been super nice. I know that uh, somebody has my back. He's very stable. Um, and. and in a world of 100 miles an hour, it's nice knowing that at least somebody uh, is your rock. And so uh, Benji's been fun. He's fun to talk about just industry goals. Um, he's likable. Everybody enjoys him, whether he's a competitor or he's uh, had, doesn't work with you anymore or whatever else. Like everyone just likes him. It's a likable guy. He's yeah. he's sharp, man. He's sharp. He uh, and he he definitely puts a lot on his shoulders. Um, he doesn't carry any kind of stress, or at least I can't tell. And uh, I can, if I could sum him up in, in uh, one word, it'd be reliable. Yeah, man, um, he's doing this new thing where he gets up in the morning, he does his devotional, he uh, uh, prays or whatever. Oh, man. He gets his day started. That's what he does. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. That's probably one of the reasons why he's able to control his day the way he is. Yeah. Um, he's doing that every morning, trying to get some reading in, doing some devotional, some praying, and then that's, he goes to work. That's awesome. Well, uh, one of the one of the teams that uh, I'm coaching with, they opened up in prayer, and um, I firmly believe that was a huge part of um, everything. So um, I enjoyed it, and I enjoy enjoy Benji for sure. Well, look, guys, this has been good, man. It's been a good talk, bro. I'm so yeah. glad I got to uh, get to carve some time out for me. Oh man, come on! <laughs> you text me and you text me and I was here. You give me a break, Dan. Oh uh, no, but I know you're busy, man. You got a lot going on, guys. Yeah. So I appreciate you giving me some time. And uh, how do we find Robert Whitaker? What's the website we need to go to yeah. if we want to possibly become a uh, a, a student of yeah. the, the purple? Yeah, so remember the website's not intended to get business. It's intended to um, provide resources, so it's not built out yet, but it is purplecoaching.com, and it does have my email and phone number. Um, I'm trying to post more online to uh, be a resource. Um, whether you just want to be friends in the industry and you just want to chat about things, I'm your guy. Um, if you want me to work at any level on your business, the reason why I want to actually be part of the whole program is because the advice I can give you or the experience shares 
aren't as valuable or as intentional without me knowing the backstory. And the backstory doesn't happen with the 30 minute call down the road. You, if you want my uninterrupted attention, we gotta just work together. And so it's purplecoaching.com or you can just call me or Facebook me. Um, and of course you can always find Magnolia Fence and call us too there. Um, so uh, looking to add one, maybe two more people over the next 90 to six months. And then we're gonna be, we're gonna be cruising for a while. Good deal, man. So, well, I appreciate your time. Thanks for hey, uh, hanging out with me. And uh, hey, guys, y'all keep on fencing. You've been listening to My Fence Life. Yes, we like to have fun. Beer, bourbon, and business. And although we have fun, we take our business very seriously. Dan Blanc is known as the Fence King, and he's been providing high-quality fence solutions since 1999. He's connected to industry leaders, business leaders, financing experts, and marketing gurus that will be on the show to talk about their success stories. To find out more about us, hit the website at myfencelife.com. Listen to the show wherever you consume your content. We are everywhere. Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcast. See you next time on My Fence Life.